Let's push! Give me some! Let's go! Never fold! Ten toes down, baby! You know who it is. I'm trying to be like you, mother. Shush. It's too late to turn back now. <laughs> the Morning Shift. Powered by Uno Media. Yes, Kiana, good morning, good evening, and everything in between. This one right here is for our morning sisters, from our misters to our sisters. We back for another show, just in case you missed us. Do the dishes. It's powered by Uno Media. That's right, welcome to the new media whānau, TMS, the morning shift, shifting the culture, everything you want, nothing you don't. No played out ads, no bad vibes, real people, real yarns, you know what I'm saying? Get a little new one today. Hey, well, you know, we're just working on it, work in progress. It's like a Google document, you can uh, update it Keep live. adding to it. Uh, we're not just on as well, guys, we are on online too so if you'd like to see anything that we're doing head head over to our uh, Instagram page there's a link tree there as well and also if you're on Spotify love y'all can you do us a quick favour auto downloads is amazing and then comments too comments apparently we're still trying to work out this algorithm thing that's right but uh, we we appreciate the love if you basically we need your downloads to be able to take it to people and say how can you help us make the shifters have a better show each week and, and then also we uh, help our sons eat in that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> We're all parents here trying to feed our whānau. Just fine, trying to find a way. All right, what is on the show today for a uh, Get It Get It Friday? Let's get That's, it, get that it. Is not it. That How is do I do not it? it? Oh, it can be it. If no it's one a comes working up with a title. There's a few that came title. through, though. There was uh, Fill Your Cup Friday. Ooh, I like that. Foo Friday. Foo Friday. Yeah, that was my one, sorry. I'm just trying uh, to get that in there. What is on the show today? We, we go into a realm. That none of us have actually probably ever been into before. So well, Mark, a has, cool. Mark has. He oh, just Mark doesn't want to admit it. Oh, oh yeah, no, I've totally biked through this neighborhood before. Really? Yeah, jump on your bikes and follow me. It's fun. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, and Jordan goes back to the stars. It's been a hot little minute. Hey, we, look, we're going back there. There's a G in astrology. <laughs> oh, yuck! <laughs> <laughs> what's that yuck for? Oh, keep it gangster, man. Keep it gangster, y'all. Keep it gangster. That's that's true. How we feeling, lads? How we feeling? It's a Friday show, guys. It's a Friday show. Yeah. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling a little alarmed, if I'm being honest. I followed Brooke home yesterday, and he didn't indicate once in his driving. And there was probably, oh, close to 40 different times where he should have indicated, and I would have known where he was turning. It just so happened we were going to a similar place. 40 times. Mm, that's bro, a lot of bro, indications. What are you doing? I've had this... <laughs> I've had this thought lately. I'm so stingy. It's only really just kind of coming to me now. Mm, you are. That I think I'm trying to save the battery length on my indicator. Oh, so no. I don't Oh, nah. Excuse me? Nah. I know, I know, I know, I know. Rather than save other people's lives on the road, you're concerned about your battery? How much battery does it actually use? Think about that. I don't think it, like, that's the equivalent of, I guess, going into the salt shaker and taking one piece of salt out and dropping it on your what's meal. The de- what's the deeper layer there? Like, for people who grew up, uh, you know, as an as only, ch- uh, only child, like, what, what, what did you feel you had taken away from you? <laughs> like, where does this come from? People are stingy when they have heaps of siblings. You had none. I don't know what well, you want me to tell you. Can I actually? I don't know what. I I agree. Do you want to go deep? Can I challenge you on something? No. Let's go deep. Brooke, I need Brooke's hand though to go deep. Go ahead. Come on, put your hand out. Okay. I got yeah. You. Through the window. All right. So I Brooke, agree. Has this got anything to do with the world revolving around you as an only child? Oh no. And it's not thinking about others and actually 
being on the road and okay. and, and you know because it is it, a road is very much a team effort or a whānau effort you've got to tell people where you're headed um, you've got to use your indicators to do that your brake light all those kinds of things are how society works but you grew up in a house by yourself no I absolutely hear you on that I know that for me I'm way more stingier than it is that what nah, you're saying you know, there. you know what it is with Brooke from like knowing him for many many years it's actually worse than that it's more sinister for some reason like Brooke's always thought a little bit backwards I feel like I'm it's, right here bro it's more oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> hi man double tap how are you love you it's more it's worse than that Brooke's just got this little his mind just works reverse it's almost like you know what because I had no siblings I'd like to make people pay for that I don't know who I'm supposed to make no, I, I don't know who's supposed to pay I don't know but I went I, I had a lack of I went without and that's someone's fault so I'm gonna I'm let I'm gonna let somebody pay the price that's just how he works I don't honestly that's just how he works no. man but you know what you know what I will say Brooke, <laughs> for those for those listening it's important for the shifters to understand when we go for feeds and stuff like that Brooke shouts like oh, it's well. never like a he's never like trying to pay, like if you were like that we would not be mates uh, I can't, it, I can't it, stand it people like it has quickly that. become like that and I'll let you know why later on in the show can I just let everyone out so on a little secret so you know when uh, nah there's enough secrets <laughs> nah we good nah nah come on come on hey be open uh, safe space you know well, when Sean Johnson place? Safe place Joined the show mm. And Shawnee texted you Because he's got You guys are good mates yeah. And he goes Coffee? Question mark He was asking if there was Going to be coffee in the studio The text he got back mm. From Brooke Was yeah I'll have a um, I'll have a flat white yeah, uh, The boys will have this No 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 That's fine with Sean He, he got enough money <laughs> He got enough money no, to be shouting exactly people. what he said He got enough money To be shouting us the coffee 100% Okay mm. Can I defend myself one time? Okay sure <laughs> yes, Here's yes, where I didn't yes, think yes. About myself though I didn't want a coffee. I said two long blacks. Who got the long blacks? Here, here. That's our man. Yeah, book. Yeah, man. <laughs> You're not saving any battery, mate. So just indicate, bro. I, I know, man. So bad. If you just joined us, uh, unpacking our, our trauma and trying to figure out. Oh, no, it's never our, our way. trauma. It's, it's going to be a part of the show for all of us, not just Brooke, okay? It's all good. Anyway, heat check. How are we doing today? Let's push. Or let's puku, shush. All right, guys. Uh, daily bread. We gotta do a vibe first. Let's get into the vibe. Oh, I'll do the vibe. That's right. Might as well do something, okay? Set I might as well tone. give something today. Because we're a tribe, we must bring you a vibe. Oh, come on now. Now I thought Friday, kind of want to wash that week off. Mm-hmm. Then I had enough of that. Mm-hmm. You'd almost say, like, you're a science sealed and let's deliver that to the people. Got it. <laughs> come on. Welcome to your food Friday. Fill your cup, baby. Come on. Like a fool, I went and stayed too long. So bad. I'm wondering if your love's still strong So you have a shift Ooh, baby Well, yeah Here I am Said Time's still delivered I'm yours Hey, yours yours Let's get it, get it Then that time I Happy went Happy Friday, y'all Weekend's coming Let your hair down I'm back and not a Do the errands You have a little shimmer little down You turn that phone upside down Ooh. You listen to the You listen to the morning shift Here it is Here I am What a track. One of the greats. One well, of the absolute. Oh, that was a bit, a bit abrupt. abrupt. That was definitely a that bit was abrupt. Very abrupt. That was but my hey, fault. Sorry. That was your void for this morning. Let's get on to Daily Bread. Breaking Bread with, with the, the news, news of today. today. Yeah, so 
this week, Machine Gun Kelly and Corday, which uh, Corday's got bars. He's a rapper who I, I, I think he's got. He's a very good rapper. I, I don't vibe Machine Gun Kelly as much, but I respect that he has a, a large following, a large fan base mm. who do kind of love what he does. But he got together with Corday and they uh, they chopped up some bars over a very famous instrumental that uh, came out last year. So we'll just play out. Ah, this just real quick because I want you to have a listen to some of the things he had to say. Here we go. Mato Mark, about to play some audio now. How can I be homo sapien? I'm high as an alien. Both of my lungs are in training. I'm burning pounds, but not inside a gymnasium. Uh. This off the cranium. This is a nuclear weapon. My bars are uranium. Uh. I'm spitting fire. This must be House of the Dragons. I'm a Targaryen. Ooh, he said Targaryen. Oh, blonde hair too. Wow. People are, those are the dragon people. How can I be homo sapien? They always say it's alien. off the top of the head. Uh, okay. No way that's off the top. I want to give you all a chance right now to be Machine Gun Kelly. You're welcome. How can I be Homo Sapien? Brooke, what's your next bar? My girls obey. <laughs> what? That doesn't even rhyme. My girls I obey. I thought the last one, how can I be Homo... No? Okay. No, uh, that's all right. Mato Mark. Mato Mark. Here we go. Nah, Brooke, you good? Hey, you know what I love? You went for it. That's what I needed. Mato Mark. Here we go. Because we all think we hear these rappers and we think we can be better. How can I be Homo Sapien? When I'm off out home vaping again. Should have gone on my own. Jordan, let me, let me throw it to you. <laughs> let me throw it to you, Jordan. <laughs> I've never said I could do a better rap job. I, I, this isn't for me to. This isn't no, for me to. We all have a turn. Be vulnerable for once, man. Okay. How can I be homo sapien? Know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 oh, oh, you're all perfect. Hey, well, there you go. There you go, guys. A uh, bit of my daily bread. First bit of uh, bread I'm breaking off for today. Machine Gun Kelly. Wrapping the bars. <laughs> Let me break off two pieces real quick. Back to home. I uh, found out Israel Adesanya is having a fight later this year, which is in Sydney. Really quick. Don't know the date or anything. Um, but that, that's cool and that's exciting. The other one, where, uh, where would be the worst place in the country to win Lotto? Like location-wise, where you live. Like would it matter because then you just pay to move, right? Or you're just saying if you had to like stay where you won. With love, I would move if I won it in the city. Mm, Invercargill. Nah, Invercargill won it last night. You can't win $17.5 million in Invercargill. They should have been able to buy the island. (laughs) (laughs) But I am leaving as my first point of call. But $17.5 million went last night. So congratulations. Oh, sorry, two nights ago. did it go in Invercargill? Invercargill. I've been there before, man. I've been a few times. You could buy the entire town, yeah? Yep, yep, yep. Pretty close. You get that pack and save, loan start about it. With (laughs) love, though, Bluff Oyster's just down the road. 17.5 17.5 million, yeah. man. Nah, I'm good. I'm good. Speaking of someone who's uh, earned a lot of millions out over their lifetime, George Foreman, who was um, a heavyweight boxer. He's a great Hall of Famer, mm. absolutely, for Ali, all the greats. Uh, you don't often hear, you know, these boxers, unfortunately, making incredible amounts of wealth because often in their, you know, in their careers, mm-hmm. other than like a Floyd Mayweather, and they kind of waste it away and then they never kind of get back. But... George Foreman made $138 million from his famous grill, the George Foreman grill. No and he, way. he talks about it, he talked about it on a podcast recently, so I just wanted to play out this audio real quick. First, I got a check for, I don't know, maybe $500. I said, I don't care. I thought I'd get 13 of those things, right. give one to my aunt, one to my mom and cousin. I had no idea. I looked up one day, really 120 million of those things sold worldwide, mm. Mm. only because it worked. All right. yeah. Just quickly, so the George Foreman Grill has sold over 120 million worldwide since it came out in probably the late 
probably the nineties. It was probably the nineties. Been around for a while. Um, and he, t- at the time, he was doing brand alignment, so like doing other things. And, and this business guy rang him and said, "Look, George, you need to put your face to something that you own, right?" And mm. he was like, "Yeah, you're right." So he just said, "Sweet." He got his first five hundred dollar check for doing the, the advertisement, putting his name to it. They gave him like thirteen, and it was like, "I'll give one to my auntie, give one to my mom," and then obviously, you know, it just started taking off, and he's made one hundred and thirty eight million. Uh, to date from wow. that investment which is um, amazing but I always just think you know what that grill was what it was just a grill on an angle <laughs> it so was for us I had two of them <laughs> I had two of them for how sure. good though like, uh, they, I had two of them one was the smaller one and then one was the big grill where you could proper grill a small dinosaur on it and they yeah, you're so right. It had like a drip tray. It's just a grill on an <laughs> angle. Like you close it, make that th- make that toasted sandwich, and it just the fat just drips. Are we it's mad on though? An angle. It wowed I the love world, it. man. I love it wowed it. the world. We mad that we 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 helped Mr. George Foreman. Into, I love it. You know how I, I knew it was doing well because those, I don't know if they still do infomercials on Saturday mornings. <laughs> yes, man. He had the long ones. Yeah, he had the the five <laughs> yeah, minute big money. <laughs> yeah, he was doing good. I wonder what else we could be hundred like make a hundred million off if it was just on an angle. <laughs> Anyway, that is your Daily Bread. Breaking bread with the news, news of today. today. Now this, this is a neighbourhood that we haven't ventured into all too much. I'll be honest with you, I don't think I've ever been here before. Mm. It's that shadowy place Mufasa talked about. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's not. no, it's not. No, it isn't. I'm excited to take you guys through this as well. <laughs> uh, so I, we have a special guest. And it's a guest that can tell us all about the games fair. Which is basically, this, you know, you think about modern day gaming, right? Fortnite. Fortnite, uh, COD. yeah, COD, all those games. This fucker papa's back to this gaming. Oh, board wait, gaming. Don't forget your roots, man. That's right, it's mm. board gaming. It's all the kind of things that we used to do before we were allowed on the computer or allowed on the TV. So it's a modern day game fair with all the games, the board games that people are playing with. And I cannot uh, wait to introduce Mr. Matt Carroll. Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Oh good man. Oh, thank you for coming in Matt. Uh, what a fascinating weekend it is for gaming fans and for yourself. So how is the cloud down on the waterfront looking right now? Right now, I hope it's looking empty because we're packing in first thing um, first thing this morning. Uh, 8 o'clock is when it all starts. It takes a full 12 hours to pack in. And would you believe only 3 hours to pack out? Really? Yeah, it's because ideally everyone will have sold all their merchandise. Oh, I see. So what can people expect when they go along? Because um, I know that there's a... It's, it's a there is a certain community that is very engaged in what it is that you're promoting but the, the idea of this is to open it up to everybody right exactly uh, it's it's one of those interesting things because it's a little bit familiar to everyone in some way right like in New Zealand a lot of us grew up like you know playing cards around the table or something like if you were if you're or one Yu-Gi-Oh. of those yeah or like you're one of those families that like insists on having a batch with no TV and all you've got is like Monopoly and Ludo right yes. so it's like a little bit familiar already um, but what actually goes on there uh, so we kind of split it into four major areas that cover like different uh, tabletop uh, interests and tabletop is kind of the catch-all terms so that includes uh, your board games that includes um, war games stuff like Warhammer you might have heard oh, of you oh, might have oh, seen oh, the stores oh, yeah exactly <laughs> exactly um, uh, card games things like when I say card games that's not like bridge that's like modern card games like Magic the Gathering or uh, Flesh and Blood which is actually uh, developed by a New Zealand company called Legend Story Studios um, and uh, the last one is tabletop RPGs uh, which 
you more probably have heard of in the form of D&D, Dungeons and Dragons, oh, right? Oh, yeah, exactly. my man. Yeah, and across all of that, right, that's... Like, each of those is a bit of an interest. Usually people who are, like, into one are into, like, one or two others. But it also goes all the way down to, like, your total entry entry point stuff, right? You can just show up with no experience, having not touched a card since you learned to play, I don't know, scum in high school, right? And you can get taught to play these things. You can try it out. Oh, so it's super interactive. Yeah, People yeah. can get involved if they've never kind of been exactly. awesome. Exactly. And then it caters all the way up to, to your sort of your hardcore hobbyists. There's tournaments. There's events like that. Um, there's Yeah, it's absolutely massive. You, you were talking about selling everything. What sort of what sort of money are we looking at here? What sort of what was what's the most expensive thing that you think we'll sell? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Over yeah. the weekend. Oh, most expensive thing. Oh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the most expensive thing that goes is um, a rare card. Of all things, some of the rare collectible like Magic: The Gathering and Flesh and Blood cards can go for like nearly ten thousand dollars. Really? And those will be if they're being auctioned off there. That'll be um, that'll be a charity auction as well. So that'll be money that that whoever is running that auction is actually donating back to the Cancer Society at wow, the end of it. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know if we've quite got any of the ones of that value in there, but there's some really high uh, high cost stuff that goes through there. Most of it is actually pretty accessible. It's the thing, right? One of the great things about it as a hobby, take board games, for example. You buy one board game, it costs you 100 bucks, right? right? But you can play that game as many times as you like. The game's on my shelf. I've got maybe 30 games at this point, and I would say I've played every single one of them at least five times. Wow. You, you know, boil that down to the price of a movie ticket. That's great dollars. That's great value for money. Um, I, I During COVID, um, I think there was a little, little bit too much beersies being consumed by uh, my <laughs> group of friends, and I, I, I felt like we needed to start something else. And uh, I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan, and I don't know, if, correct me if I'm wrong, but like the producers of that are quite uh, Dungeons and Dragons fans. Yeah. Or like yeah. They, they have like, you know, and so I, I pitched it to the boys, you know, we should get into Dungeons and Dragons maybe, but like, I don't know, maybe they just felt like it wasn't their thing, but I think it's cool. Like, can you just kind of explain kind of these big games and how they work and how they have yeah. massive kind of cult followings? Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons is a really interesting one as well, actually, because the internet has done a really cool job of like demystifying it, right? Like, even mm. when I was in high school and the internet existed then it was still like this weird thing that nerds did right but then okay, like, let's just be real the, 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 it's the, still this is how it's looked at like nerd, nerds <laughs> yeah. do this nerds are going this weekend and we should we should get rid of that eh? yeah no exactly it's it's like fully for everyone more and more now than ever before right um so the way Dungeons and Dragons actually works is like really you're just telling an interactive story, right? You've got one person um, called the, the Game Master or GM. They basically just like handle the rules. Everyone else is just telling a story, right? Um, so you might be, you know, from your character's perspective going, I want to um, approach the Baron and ask his daughter's hand in marriage, right? And then you might want to say that in character, like you might want to act oh, it come out. come on, man. Come on, Some give it to us. Like, no, no, no. I think <laughs> that, that, that sounds like a Brooke character thing to be yeah, doing. yeah. yeah. Um, so Brooke, I'm the Baron. I have her. Yeah, yeah, let's do this. So if I'm, if I'm yeah, the Baron, I'm the Baron. Wait, wait, so this actually see. happens in the game. No, no, no here's the thing. Here's yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to. Not everyone does, but Brooke, go for it. give. No, I've given a lot today on this show. <laughs> here's the thing. Okay. Wow, be vulnerable, man. I have no idea how to do it. I think I, so I can I can learn. I'll throw it to Mark one time. Yeah, all right. Give me a couple, and then I'll jump in, and I'll, I'll have a jam with you. All right, all right. Uh, Squire. What? <laughs> Not quite my position, but continue. Sorry. You dress as a squire. Where is this going? I can't help but uh, notice the damsel you call your daughter and would like to ask for her, her hand in marriage. You insult me twice, sir. 
And now, what would actually yeah, happen yeah, now? Yes, yes, yes. So this is where you'd actually come back to the like the gameplay part of it. Is we'd do that, and then I'd say, okay, I want you to make a persuasion check. You pick up your dice and you'd roll your dice, and ah. you have a score there that is your persuasion. So. You might be, I don't know, uh, a bard. You're, you've got the real gift of the gab. You're a real smooth operator. So you might have a huge bonus to your persuasion. Huge, massive persuasion bonus. That's what um, we call it. I'm going to get in trouble for saying that. Um, and you roll your dice. You add your bonus. And then you come back to me and you go, okay, that was a 27. And in my head, I've got a number for how hard this is going to be, right? Ooh. Now, because you bungled that terribly, like you insulted this guy and Twice. then he asked for his daughter's hand in marriage... I'm going to put that number really high. This is going to be a hard sell, right? But a 27 might still be enough. And then we come back to it. You roll your, your dice. Uh, you say 27. And the Baron goes, she is my least favorite daughter. You can have her. <laughs> and you've succeeded, right? And that's wow. what you do. And so that's But then like, you do this for war and things like that too. Yeah, that's, oh, that's the storytelling wow. part of it, right? But it's also like, I don't know. Look, maybe things went absolutely horrendously. The Baron was deeply insulted. And he's like, guards, take this man out. And you're like... I'm not going without a fight. So you draw a sword, right? Now we start a combat, and it's exactly the same Through thing. Through the dice rolling. Yeah, so you'd wow. be like, cool, I want to attack this guard. And I'd be like, okay, make an attack roll, and it's the same thing. You roll your dice, you've got a number there that's like how good you are with a sword, and then that gets weighed up against the number that is like how good is the guard's armor. This isn't for nerds. I want to play this. Right? Yeah, like, exactly. Me, me and you would be, Let's we, go. we would fight. <laughs> <laughs> that is an option. Okay, that's awesome. That's Scary, awesome. mate. <laughs> so just going back to event, um, uh, how long does it run for and just uh, when does it all wrap up and who's um, involved? So it's across Saturday and Sunday. Doors open at 9 o'clock on both days. Um, on the Sunday, there's sort of an evening session as well. So if you're, for example, if you're there uh, playing D&D, you've booked a session with the guys running that and those are uh, sessions that anyone can book. They're great for people who are playing for the first time. Uh, it runs up until 8 p.m. for that sort of evening bed or maybe they're playing board games. Um, so public doors will close at 5 p.m. But if you're there, uh, you know, playing D&D, you're in a tournament, what have you, that runs all the way up till 8 p.m. And then on Sunday, it's just 9 till 5. Oh, you got awesome. me hook, line, and sinker, man. Any fee? <laughs> Is there any fee to get in? Uh, yeah, $30 on the door and uh, or $50 for a two-day pass. Um, and that's the portion that actually contributes to the charity. Oh, um, man. Yeah. Don't yeah. tell me with a good time. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, as, and that's kind of the whole thing of this, right? Is at the end of the day, it's a charity-led event, right? It's I like my background is in all this gaming stuff, right? This is my bread and butter. Like I, I know what people like at these sorts of events. I've been to a lot of them uh, myself. It's weird to me that New Zealand doesn't have one for how like how many enthusiasts there are over here, how broadly appealing this is, and how many companies like manufacture games. Like I mentioned, Legend Story Studios. We've yeah. got like Gale Force Nine. We've got like Garfield Games and stuff, and they all fly to Indianapolis and meet each other at Gen Con. Instead, Instead of, of do something here, yeah. yeah. Cool. So we've kind of got this 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 charity piece of it that is like all of these New Zealand companies coming together, awesome. all of these attendees coming together, um, raising money for the Cancer Society, uh, and there's a lot in there that kind of contributes towards us. Like I mentioned, those auctions before. Like if you bid on a rare card, you walk away with a rare card. You're paying the exact same dollar amount as you would have paid if you did it through a private auction, but that dollar's going to charity. Cool. That's so oh, awesome. Cool. What, a, what a great event and what a great community of people. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I might have to join us soon. Yeah, Lord, please do. Lord Mant Carroll, thank you so much for your time. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Thanks for having me on, guys. All Appreciate good, it. Very nice. All right, switching gears just a touch. Jordan, uh... This is a realm that you kind of welcomed me into, and I was a bit of a skeptic coming into this one, first of all, but... You were. First time you've done this one on the show. Can we just look up for a second, Brooke? That's the roof, but behind the roof are stars. And there are stars in this room right now. 
let's talk about astrology again. There's a G in astrology. That's why I've got to keep a G with you. Whānau, we are currently in Taurus season. I'm Taurus myself. You know what that means? Tease the bull, you get the horns. Any any of your friends that are Taurus? You've got a friend, you've got a couple of friends that are Taurus. Man, I know them. You tease the bull, you get the horns. So maybe, word to the wise, don't tease the bull. It's always after you get a little prick up the bum, eh? From the horns, you're like, what's your problem? Relax! Also, oh, no! Don't tease the bull. Do not tease the bull. So we're in tourist season, and I just very quickly wanted to go through what that means for your uh, rising sign. So uh, I believe Matua Mark's rising sign is Sagittarius. Is that correct? correct? Yes, indeed. Mm. How did you know? I just do. I know these things. I know that my mate Brooke over here is a Virgo. Mm. He picked it right again. Two for two. Mm. I love someone who's a Virgo too. Virgo men and women are very different though. Uh, (laughs) Oh, unlucky. So let's have a quick chat about Taurus season we're currently in and how it pertains to your star signs. Okay. Let's start with Virgo. Okay. So Virgo and Taurus season and how it pertains to you. Got it? Mm-hmm. Okay. When the sun enters earthy Taurus, you're extra insightful and philosophical, Brooke. Your attention turns outwards, away from more personal concerns that have occupied your mind. You seek new ways to discover deeper meaning in your daily existence. Brooke, take a leap of faith. You might receive positive news about a research, publishing, education, religious, or travel opportunity. Now, it's important to it's important to remember, we mm. don't take these things as law, okay? It's just a guide. Alright? It's just a guide. Listening <coughs> excuse me, listening to that. I was a bit like, nah, none of that's none of that's heading home. Mm. Virgo men trait that. But then you said take a leap of faith. Mm. That's all we have, right? Sometimes that's all we have. Which I'll get to the leap of faith. I'll talk about that a little bit later on in the show. But I'm um, okay. I'm okay. Okay. You might got me on that one. I'm glad you could. I'm glad you could see something. Got me. Sagittarius. Fighter Mark. Come on. This Precinct. is how. <laughs> this is what you need to be aware of in this Taurus season. You're you're hardworking and productive when the sun enters earthy Taurus. You naturally adopt a backstrapping mindset. Sorry, bootstrapping mindset. Backstrapping? That's something else. Wait, <laughs> <laughs> for one, though, maybe. Is that your buzz, Louis? <laughs> Is that your buzz? I'm more of a bootstrapper. <laughs> Sorry. You, you naturally adopt a bootstrapping mindset and find yourself ready to buckle down in your work. You will find, though, that rest is essential to productivity. You can't run on empty, Mark. Taurus season teaches you to luxuriate in daily wellness habits and rituals that support your mental and physical health. That's gaming, Mark. Tell her that. <laughs> Make room for self-care. Jana, if you're listening, let my tour Mark game more. <laughs> you know what? I know we're talking about relatability, but it's so true. In this last month, and we've been on air now for a month. We've been making wow, cards for congrats. a month. That's awesome. I love that. It has been hustle and I know it sounds like it sort of just all gets cobbled together and we all but we all go out and we all work hard and we all bring stuff and we you know we hustle we get here and we do our things and behind the scenes that has been the last month for me it's just been non-stop 
And I'm so proud of where we are. My boy. But I need to game more, man. <laughs> you do need to game more. So your theme is self-love, okay? Self-care, take the time, okay? Backstrap, self-love. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke, yours is faith, okay? Make a leap of faith. Um, my one, I'm just going to read Taurus. Guys, I'm going to read the other star signs next week just because of time. Okay. So don't feel like, you know, you're going to get missed out. But Taurus, because that's me, you've spent the last month in quiet, reflective state. When the sun enters earthy Taurus, you're vibrant, luminous, and refreshed. You radiate an aura of confidence and feel the most, quote unquote, you that you've felt in maybe a while. You're ready for your next personal rebrand and glow up. Brooke, get this, like a butterfly. <laughs> Sting like a bee though, my boy. Emerging from a cocoon. Get clear on your goals. <laughs> what? Yes, yes. You know why Brooke's mind's blowing right now, Fano? Tell them why. Just tell them what you saw. What I got a couple weeks ago. Jordan got a tattoo of a butterfly. Come on! Do not tell me there are no answers in the stars. What'd you get on the other side? Shush. We'll revisit these next week, Fano, for, for all the other star signs. But uh, that's just how it pertains to Taurus, Sagittarius and Virgo for today. Because that's us in studio. Oi, well done, man. I forgot that... That was that was nice. That, oh wow. Okay. Should we continue and talk about that leap of faith? <sighs> that leap of faith. Yes, uh, guys. Normally, when we talk about proud moments on the show, right? So normally, especially us, it's about our kids. Basically, it's never really about us. I got a proud moment that, for the first time in a long time, is about me. Bought my first house Come yesterday. On! Yeah. Yes. I bought my first house yesterday. Hey, talk to me, Sam. Talk to me. In Auckland. That's it. It took a long time. It took, Jordan knows this, better half of maybe two months <laughs> to get this bad boy across the line. It is an absolute effort to buy a house. But yeah, man, got a house. Bought my first house yesterday. West Auckland, what up, baby? I'm coming. Oh, West. Lovely. Love it. Hey, before we get into the jokes, uh, like, just want to say we're actually really proud of you, Ed. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Congratulations. you got to take moments like this because I think a lot of us, and we talked about this earlier in the week, being stoic and, you know, focusing mm. in on, on the destination. But it's that journey, and as you look back through that journey and those lessons you've learned the whole way along, you'll have those lessons now for the rest of your life. You are armed. It was a beautiful thing talking to my mum after because mm. I wanted to get it without telling mum and then, hey, mum, bought the house. Uh, she had this real cool angle without really knowing that she was doing it. Uh, I was like, that's success. Like, oh, I bought a house, cool, that's success. Nah, to everyone is slightly different. She was like, I'm so proud of you. Then touched on some other things. She was talking about, hey man, think about someone who's sick. Success to them is time with other people. Mm. I was like, damn mum. She's like, success to some people, that's love. Then I thought about my mum. I was like, no, 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 but my mum is success. She raised me by herself. We mm. were so poor, you have no idea, but I had no idea. And my mum did that on her own. So I looked at my mum, I'm like, no, your success. But the beautiful thing to me was, it comes in so many shapes, sizes, forms. It was dope for me to do this. Now I can leave something for my son. 100%. That was the cool part. I heard this thing the other day too, and it was like, you come with nothing, you leave with nothing. 
But now I'm glad that I left my son something. A giant mortgage? That too. <laughs> hey, well, you're on the right steps. What a beautiful mom, uh, moment for your mum and you to have, like, you know, with what you guys had, she set you up to kind of do Ooh. a bit better and, and you're going to do the same, you know? So it's... Well, the funny part for me is that Brooke's been telling people he's had the house for, like, two months <laughs> and, it, and it only really, like, went through last week. But I've just been, like, pushing him to, like... He's been mentioning it, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, you got the house, eh? And then he's had to, like, admit to people, oh, yeah, yeah, I got a house. But, like, Bro, it's such a process. <laughs> I always thought I had the house. And, Mark, there's just always something, right? Oh, yes. Oh, the good old banky bang bangs. Oh, we'll tell you Mark's story one day. <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's oh, a yes. story. Uh, that no, a story. Wait, but make sure you do sit in this moment and feel that success because if that is what, you know, that that's one of those things, a tick next to your success boxes, you've got to... Stay in that moment and be proud of it. I know a lot of people are like almost embarrassed when, especially with yeah. the culture, to say that they own their house because, like, you know, we're struggling. We push. That was a part push. of saying it. Yeah, but uh, you know what? Everyone, we we all we all rise together, and that's such a cool thing for you, Brooke. I'm proud of you, my man. Earlier early in the show, um, Brooke talked about being stingy. The uh, part of that stinginess is putting it into savings <laughs> and but having something to show for. It. So <laughs> it's awesome. But I, I swear to God, if we go for lunch or beers. No, you're good. Don't be looking at me like, hey, man, your turn. No, oh, I don't. Oh, it's not your turn anymore? <laughs> no, 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 okay, my turn. Well, well, give me at least a month. Let me stack the we chips We have to celebrate here. that. Who much fucking fucking book? We love yeah. that. However, I did watch something on the news, and it was like, hey, man, you taxpayers' dollars and, and going somewhere else. There, 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 there was, I was like, ha, I just bought a house today. I lost all my money, and then I was reading or uh, listening to this on the news. That's actually really good you bring that up, because can we just quickly jam this before the end of the show? Um, I saw that IRD released an apor- a report that... Was it the Minister of Finance? I don't know who it was. He just basically was talking about it yesterday. And basically, I wa- guys, you know how I said I don't watch the news? Welcome. <laughs> it came up on my YouTube. Welcome, bye. <laughs> it came up on my YouTube uh, like as a link, and I just watched the whole report. But basically what he was saying was that the wealthiest of New Zealanders before, before GST are only paying up to 8.2% of tax while everyday Kiwis... Um, who aren't wealthy are paying up to thirty percent sometimes. Mm-hmm. So the disparity between the two, and I—I'll be honest, I'm—I used to th- see things like that and go, "Oh well, stuff them." Like, but now I—I want to understand more. Like, what's actually going on here? Like, what's the play here? Matua Mark, you were talking about it before. Yeah, no, I. So this is my take on it, and this is literally just my take on it. But it feels like a bit of a political play from the Labour government. Obviously, we're heading into elections, and it was almost just like opening the door. They just opened the door for, I guess, their community or the people who will vote for Labour Mm -hmm. uh, to help them understand how the super rich or the super wealthy maintain that wealth uh, when it comes to taxes. Uh, But it was, uh, to be fair, if you look deeper into it, I do feel like there was a bit of manipulation of those stats. So when you consider somebody's wealth, as in, Brooke, now we consider you super wealthy because you own a house. Um, that's asset rich, that's right? That's asset rich, but they're not really, it's not appreciated until you've sold that asset mm-hmm. and then you're actually you're cash rich. I'm cash poor right like now. You, you can't go buy a feed with your house. No. Right? That's what they're saying. Yeah, you can't go in there and go, but I'm a house owner. Can I just you know, have a pie? That's not going to work for you. So uh, it's not necessarily wealth, and wealth goes up and down, and uh, these assets go up and down. This is how I understand it. So actually taxing people or putting capital gains tax on people because they own a house mm-hmm. isn't necessarily the right thing to be doing, and they use those numbers to, uh, I guess, put out a, a, a release that made a lot of people go, oh, what? 
how come, oh, that's unfair. And that's what they were going for. But they didn't, they didn't say any policy after it. They just held a press conference and said, hey. <laughs> where there's smoke, there's fire, uh, yeah, but hey, we're not going to put it out. Yeah, but I guess the play for Labour all along would be, well, you know what? We're a party that's for the people. Um, and <laughs> those parties that for the business, they'll just keep on letting this happen. But without saying we're going to capital gain tax anyone or we're going to do this or that, we'll change it. It was basically just put the information out there. And then you guys make your decision when you go to vote whether you want someone who's for the people or you want people, uh, a party that's usually focused more on business and keeping the wealthy wealth. So hang on a second. Hang on a second. So Labour released this report yesterday or talked about this report yesterday. And it's kind of like we're not going to do anything about it. But for our voters who are thinking about who to vote for in the future this is the problems that you're going to face and if you vote for let's say national act these things that we've brought to your attention will only get worse that's but the, they also didn't have a solution with that's that's all i can think of mm. as the play because they didn't come with a solution they did they put it all out there for mm-hmm. the public to that's see that's almost worse hey well, election year anything goes man yeah that's it's a great play from them it's a political play and you'll see them and they'll increase more and more with both parties as we get closer to the election it's just gotta you kind of just gotta take it as you do again a that's moral my play, yeah. perception of why they did that I, I really want um the morning shift i want to i want this show to really reflect both sides of the argument and for us and for us to present the stuff to people for them to make up their own minds i don't want to like so in the future it'd be awesome for us to have a chat with some experts i think essential because there's so many questions we all have from you know all different walks of life i think also it's it's good to know too that as you get more and more successful in life you do accumulate more assets that's just Mm. how things roll right but again these assets aren't worth anything unless you've sold them and you've got that money in your bank account so and i'd love for i'd love for us to hear like Often we always hear about the problem, we hear about the issue, but like I love for for someone who understands what could be some innovative ways for this economy for us to get behind. Like what are some what's a, what are some actual real solutions or what aren't they? So that we can know when a when a politician is trying to swing our vote that we understand because someone's broken it down that actually what they're saying actually wouldn't work because of A, B and C. So look right. out for that in the future. It's working for Labour. I, I thought at the start of this when uh, Chris Hipkins took over. I was like, he'll be there for a little bit, but once it gets to election year, Chris Fluxon is going to run away with this bad boy. Look at the polls and everything that's happened. He just keeps creeping up and creeping up and creeping up and leveling that playing field more so than I ever thought was even possible. So it's not as much of a one horse race and he keeps playing these plays. God, man, who knows? Who knows? Yeah, I just got excited. We're going we're gonna to have a big poli- political campaign coming up in the next few months, I reckon. Get him on the get him on the show. Mm. Fridays, man. We won't make it boring, man. We're, we're gonna make it cool. Fridays. I'll be like, we'll we'll do Christopher Luxon's one in a garage. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta get hey, up out out Have a great weekend. Uh, go to Waz. We'll be back. Go to the Blues. Nah, not so much. Eat some food. It's very important, guys. Play we up. love you. Yeah, hundred percent. This is the shift. The shift. Morning shift. I'm gonna make him an offer again with you. The shift. I love you. Oh, oh. This is the shift. Got <laughs> Okay.